0: Watering cheeseburger, but guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co, and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D U D E S 10 at H E R O.co. I love it.
1: This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all? To feel the best you've ever felt? then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com.
0: so david so david so what's up y'all welcome back to dudes behind the food oh he's going right into it
2: huh? yeah <laughs> i was cutting a burrito he just goes oh so, david,
0: so. <laughs> i just wanted to i, I you know how like I, I you think of things and then you forget them and I, I do that a lot so i wanted to ask you this question before i forgot um first of all hi good morning good morning david how are you I feel pretty good, actually. How do you feel, bro? I feel really good. Nar. Nar, <laughs> nar you don't feel good? Oh, you're doing the Australian. That's the only thing I know how to do in Australia. Okay. Nar. Australian Australian accent. All right. So, wait. I'm trying. Fuck. I really try to not mix the British and the fucking Aussie accent. I so
2: pressed right
0: nar. now. I, it's just... I, okay. You know, that, what did I... I oh, Oops. Sorry. Unprofessional. What was my... Um, I had an equation for Australian accent. It's... British mixed with Boston. So it's like, you park the car, you park the car, wait, you park the car, you, you fucking park the car.
2: We've lost so many subscribers. Glass of water,
0: <laughs> you get some water, park the car outside, get some water. Oh, uh, oh! Yeah, you see what I'm saying?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, wait. Crocodile, <laughs> Foster's, Australian for beer my mom's car is filled <laughs> with covid <laughs> all right well anyways what the fuck why did we start talking about that i don't know oh yeah anyways um i wanted to ask you bro uh, cuz i'm flying to hawaii this week right Ooh. and you you fly there so often right how do you deal uh, like how how do you deal cuz you're tall like how are long flights for you let me tell you something <laughs>
2: I fucking hate flying because <laughs> that shit is so painful for me. So not only – so until I actually started making some money, I started getting the extra legroom stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And no matter how much money I make, on a five-hour flight, for me to go first class is a waste of money to me. Mm. I, I don't care. Really? Right? Even for the five hours? It, well, because the price jump is crazy because mm. it doesn't matter. Even if I – let's say I had a million dollars in my bank, I'm still not paying for that shit because – that's a lie. Think about it like this. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> it's not. I I still have my poor man mentality. It's like, it'll be like 300 bucks for there and back, right? Yeah. And then your first class is 1,400. That's $1,100 more. That's three times the amount of the price that you would normally pay for.
0: But. Only 700 one way, 700 the other way. Okay, this is
2: how rich people talk. (laughs) I'm not there yet. (laughs) I'm not there. I can't do it. But the extra leg room helps because, fuck, it fucks with my back, everything. Mm -hmm. I've seen this guy, all right, (laughs) in a regular coach-ass seat, curled up in a ball with his fucking feet (laughs) on the... it's so bad. He goes, you know what? First class coach, same thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, here's the thing, right? I do definitely. Well, first, okay, well, before we talk about my flat experience, uh, what did you bring us today? I
2: got us this delicious, br- okay, I love breakfast burritos.
0: I love right? breakfast burritos. Breakfast
2: burritos are probably one of my favorites. And I know. They're like, oh, it's just breakfast stuff in our plate that you put in a tortilla. Exactly, you freaking cunt bag. It's delicious.
0: Yeah, you cunt bag. You cunt, you fucking cunt bag. There you go. You sick cunt. You're such a sick cunt, you fucking cunt bag. All right, go ahead. Chorizo. Ooh, baby, now you talking my language, dog. Steak. Ooh, at the same damn time. <laughs> gotcha. Hash brown. H And Jess. Jess. I'm sorry, you have to have cheese. I will take. A, no, no, I, I do, I do, I do. Um, uh, can you, can I get a fork? Cause, what, and because this, uh, the salsa they got smells great. Yeah, it's a little different. So this place, it's, a, it's a truck out in Burbank.
2: I can't remember the name right now because I already demolished a burrito this morning because I'm so <laughs> hungry. Um.
0: Where's it from? Oh, wait. Oh, that's all right. You don't remember. Okay. I don't remember. But. Uh, I love me a breakfast burrito. I love chorizo. Uh, I love you. Oh,
1: amazing. Um,
0: and I'm very hungry. Mmm. Mmm. Huh? Mmm. Oh, that chorizo.
1: Mmm.
0: Ma'am, I love some chorizo in my mouth, dog. Yes, ayo. I wonder what is the Spanish equivalent of ayo? Ayo, ay Ay, Dios mio. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't realize, and I talked about this before, like how funny, you know, like saying you love chorizo is like saying, oh, I love wieners. I love wieners. (laughs) You guys guys are so lucky,
2: man, (laughs) because when growing up for us, everything was gay. Everything you could literally fuck your girlfriend and be like, gay,
0: yeah. I mean, well, dog, it's back now, it's literally back, really, even though it's Uh like politically incorrect to be like, that's gay, like, you know, everything is sus. Um, and you know, with the fucking glizzies, you know, it's like you literally can't eat a hot dog without someone be like, hey, oh, hey, oh,
2: pause, pause, because the the fucking pause, the rise of the pause is the more. Tim knows this. The more somebody is, like, even jokey homophobic, the gayer I get.
0: Oh, yes. (laughs) Same. I love making people uncomfortable. Especially, dog, when I'm shooting with, like, Wildin' Out people and they AO pause. I'm like, no, we don't pause shit, homie. I'm from (laughs) L.A., dog. We don't pause shit. We embrace our innuendo out here, homie. Bouncing on a dick right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fucking securing my masculinity and my femininity, (laughs) bitch. It gets so weird because...
2: Sometimes I think it's a joke, but other times I'm thinking like, oh, you actually, this actually makes you uncomfortable. Don't don't tell me that because I'm going to do it more now, uh-huh. you know? I'm like, oh, yo, give me a hug. Hey, yo,
0: pause. All right, I'm going to suck your dick now, bro.
2: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> don't tempt me. But someone put out a TikTok where he's biting into a glizzy, a hot dog, and then, you know, the, the guy in the passenger seat is like, hey, hey, yo, hey, yo. And he's like, hmm, so you seeing me eat a hot dog makes you think of sucking dick, huh? That's pretty gay, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just enjoying my hot dog, and you automatically think of me sucking on a penis. Hmm, that's pretty, pretty gay. That's yeah. pretty gay. I agree. That's I also a- agree. I used to say it all the time, "I'm like, dog, if if me doing this automatically makes you picture me sucking on a penis, uh, that's your problem." Has ever has anybody ever uh, came out to you, like, as gay? Or, yeah, as gay. Or something just, or bi other or than, gay. Other than heterosexual, yeah. Like, came out like, yo, I have a confession to make? Yeah. No. We did have a, a dude that we went to high school with. Everybody knew he was gay. And then one day I ran into him at the mall. He was like, yeah, you know, cause, well, Tim, I, I'm gay. I'm like, we all knew that, dog. <laughs> that has happened to me
2: three times in my life. Where a couple, of, a couple of people were probably the most flaming. Like, I'm talking about, they're they're literally walking around caught on fire. That's how gay they are, right? And then finally, out of nowhere, I have something to tell you. Mm. I'm gay. And then nobody, everybody's in the room's like, "All right, <laughs> like, bro, like you, you are literally the gayest person we ever met in our lives. Of course you're gay. It's like, did we, ever, did we ever treat you any differently? It's like, just, and everyone's like, cool, yeah. And then we just move along. Yeah. This is a funny story. I should put this in a, in this like little script that I was writing, but mm-hmm. there was. My friend's younger brother, right? You know, uh, a lot of, like, uh, Filipino friends that I've had have a lot of, like, gay family members. Uh, I think they're a little more uh, maybe open sexually. I don't know what that is. Uh, but growing up for me, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Well, his younger brother, we knew since he was a little kid, he was a little more feminine. So we just assumed that he was gay, mm-hmm. right? And then later on, you could tell that he was talking to more boys or whatever, whatnot. or mm-hmm. like, oh, he's probably gay. Mm-hmm. So we're playing games at one time. And this is just, this is a true story. We're playing games in the living room. His brother comes in. He's about, like, 14 comes in and he goes, he steps in front of the game and he turns off the TV. Of course, everybody's mad right. <laughs> at this point, right? <laughs> and he looks at us, he goes, I have something to tell you. And this is, I'm t- I shit you not, hand on his hips, hand out like this, like he's holding a martini glass. <laughs> you know, and he goes- And he has a tray full of appetizers. Yeah, and he goes, I'm gay. And then his brother, I didn't say this, mm. but his brother goes, we know, faggot, move! Turn the fucking TV back on! <laughs> He's like, you ruined my coming out moment. He's like, you've been out, bitch. <laughs> fucking don't ever do that. And they start fighting in front of us. Oh my because god! Because he, tr- he was, he was like, you, you're upset because I'm gay. Because no, I'm fucking pissed because we're playing fucking games and you turn off the fucking TV. It's pretty rude. <laughs> so he was. So that moment, he held that against his brother because he said he ruined his coming out moment. Uh, and his brother's argument was like, we know you're gay. I'm pissed because you turned off the fucking
0: game. I mean, I understand. <laughs> yeah. Real quick, that, let me tell you something, that reminded me, uh, oh, okay, what did you bring us to drink here? What is this?
2: Oh, we bought us, of course,
0: the Suntory Whiskey. Oh,
2: Suntory. Suntory. Very affordable, very delicious. I love it very much. And this is, we're sipping this, yeah?
0: Sip it. Cheers. Oh, cheers,
2: cheers to for you. for my dead Korean ancestor when a Japan invade us. <laughs> there we
0: go. I'm Australian. Cheers, cunt. All right.
2: Mm-hmm. That's great. This with the little yes. It's
0: you know what's nice. crazy is whiskey. I and I rem, am reminded immediately right of the first time I tasted whiskey as a youngin and being like ugh mm-hmm. yuck. But now I don't know if I've brainwashed myself, conditioned myself after years of drinking. But I can I sip this shit and I'm like yes, I like this. I didn't. Like, I
2: I had that experience with a scotch. Mm. I mean no like a scotch. Mm. Wasn't a big fan of it. Still not that big of a fan of it. Okay. It's a little too powerful for me. Because you're a bitch,
0: dog. Okay. Well, that was unnecessary. <laughs> and we'll be right back. <laughs> so, Chia does this thing. Speaking of turning off the TV at um, inappropriate times. Chia has this thing which is has its positives and negatives, okay? Me as a person, I need a lot of uh, closure on everything. Whether it be, I couldn't think of something I was about to tell you, or we had a long conversation or we had an argument and i need some type of resolution all right chia and a lot of other girls from my experience they don't necessarily need a resolution sometimes to be able to move on all right my ex specifically when she was on her period would get into a huge argument with me because she was in a mood and then would be then and then chill for like 20 seconds and be like okay i'm over it i'm good what do you want to what do you want to eat and i'd be like wait what can we talk about what you just said she's like no no i'm good i'm over it and <laughs> I would drive me nuts, right? But I had to learn that sometimes she would just be feeling away, and she needs to get it out of her system and then she was done. But I really, as somebody who needed to feel like, can we talk about what just happened? It would drive me crazy, all right? Let me tell you
1: something.
0: <laughs> that shit right there
2: pisses me off.
0: Yes, stop. You know why? Because this is the thing I don't like
2: about it. And you know everybody has their own opinions about this stuff. You guys deal with it your own way. Because the idea behind that is, Listen, I was just feeling a certain way. Let's just get over it. Bitch, Mm -hmm. you're over it. Mm -hmm. You ruined my whole fucking day Mm -hmm. because you were feeling a certain way. And then now you're fine. I'm not. So let's get some conflict resolution here. Something. Because I'm glad you're okay, but I'm not okay. We used to (laughs) – this this used to always happen where no matter what type of state our relationship was in back in the day for Mario, she could fall asleep whenever. Mm. So it would be right before bed, and then she'll go, you know, you did something earlier that really pissed me off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking about I'm half asleep. I'm I'm about to go into dream world. And then she wakes me up with this bullshit. And I go, what? She goes, but I'm not ready to talk about it. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then she'll knock the fuck out. And I'm sitting there. Like a three-year-old, you know what three-year-old gets hella mad, and they just curve their wrist back like they're gonna hit <laughs> like them.
0: <this>. Just...
2: <laughs> I'm up till six a.m. and then she'll wake up, nah! and she goes, "I feel a lot better now, but I haven't slept." And my eyes are just—I'm staring at her. I'm like, "I haven't slept." She goes, "Why? <laughs> Why haven't you slept?"
0: Oh my god. Oh. Okay, so she Chia, she is not as bad as my ex, or she's not she's not even bad with the shit, right? Because Here's the thing Chia just really doesn't care about stuff. Like, she's like, she doesn't hold on to things long enough, and that's why she's so able to move on, all right? But I say all that to say this sometimes, bro. Do you watch Family Feud? Yes. Okay, so you know how at the end they're playing for fast money, right? And so sometimes we'll be watching Family Feud. That's our shit. We watch every night. The second person will be going for fast money. They'll have like 12 points to go before they reach. 200, right? For the $20,000. Steve will ask the last question. Okay, so you need 12 points. Chi will go off. Okay, you want to go and I'm like, "What? Wait, what are you doing?" <laughs> she's like, "So, okay, what do you want to do?" You wanna-? Why? And I'm like, "Wait, babe, babe, do you don't want to find out who wa-? she's like, "Oh." Oh, yeah, okay. And then she'll turn it back on. Of course, it's over by then. And I'm like, how can you do that? She's like, I just, I don't care. She's like, it's, it doesn't affect me. I'm like, so when she sucks your dick, right? <laughs> you go, I'm going to come. And she goes, done. <laughs> and then she knocks out. Let me tell you something, dog. If that <laughs> was the case, we wouldn't be together right now. <laughs> <laughs> what does she do? Why does she do it? What is the purpose? I don't know, man. And I constantly have to be like, oh, ba- babe, no, please, wait, wait. Or, like, we'll watch a whole-ass movie. And she'll be like, okay, well, I'm ready to go to bed. I'm like, babe, we got to find out what happens to the coach and the players. What do you mean? You know
2: what Chia is? She's that motherfucker in the movie that has super important information to tell you that just got shot in the chest.
0: (laughs) No. The key is... uh. (laughs) No, she's the one that has super important information and she bites down on the suicide capsule in her (laughs) mouth. You'll never know, come on. <laughs> but yeah, she does that. Like, dude, she doesn't want to know. She just feels like it, it makes no difference to me. She's like, uh, she's like, I don't know if I if, if they won or not. Well, who cares? I'm like, yeah, I know, but but we went through this whole thing. I'm like, how can why does this not bother you? There's
2: one thing that I've <laughs> talked about too. Meryl does. It makes me laugh. Let me tell you something. The last time me and Meryl watched a movie together was like six years ago. Okay. We don't watch movies together. Mm, Why is that? Please tell me. Because she ruins the experience for me. (laughs) so? She'll do shit like this. Like, I shit you not. Movie will just start. She goes, five minutes in. Taps me. Who's that? Bitch, how the fuck do I know? I'm watching the same movie as you. Interesting. I'm watching the same movie as you. I don't know. Three minutes later. Why is he doing that? Okay. (laughs) If you don't shut the fuck... Listen to me. Stop. We'll go into the movie. Why did he do that now? <laughs> really? Why are you asking as if I created this film? <laughs> I don't know. I love you. <laughs> I love you.
0: You are the love of my life, but I will choke you in your sleep. Please don't do this to me. So here's what's funny, right? It's, it's difficult to watch movies with Chia for the opposite reason, dog. Because she's one of these watches a movie and can be, excuse me, vibration phone
2: vibrate but continue
0: please. She's one of those that will put on a move like we'll we'll sit down to watch a movie. Do you need to take that? Nope. Okay. I'm turning my phone on. <laughs> we'll sit down to watch a movie and I'm like eyes on this shit, right? And then she's like looking around like fucking like she's like, oh she's like, okay, I can watch this with you, but can I like do my nails while we do this? Or can I like go through this and now I'm like, babe, can you uh, and, and i and i'm watching the movie and i'm one of these people that's like i want to be like wow look at the cinematography look how beautiful this shot is look at that it was all in one shot babe look at look how, look how look how amazing this this they filmed this right and for her it's like as long as she gets the main shit that's going on she's cool with that is this at home or is this at a uh, theater this is at home okay and, home's and, different well yeah. I, and i told her i'm like since the pandemic started i was like wow um, we're never going to be able to watch a movie together again because that's the only time you'll actually sit and watch the shit. You know what mm. I'm saying? Now that we watch everything at home, I'm like, well, that was fun while it lasted. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to actually sit and watch a movie with you again because you just can't focus. I haven't watched a movie with Marilyn six
2: years. I refuse. She goes, you want to watch a movie together? I was like, you want to break up? Because I, I can't do it. I'm, I'm one of those dudes, though, that I like watching movies without interruption. Same. So... Like if I go to a film, I mean I guess it really depends, right? Because if we're if we're going to the opening day of a Marvel film and people are cheering their heads off, mm-hmm. I should know what to expect. Mm-hmm. That's my fault. Mm-hmm. So I'll you know I'll guard my expectations. So if I if I'm watching I don't know like a Scorsese film, mm-hmm. then I'll I prefer to go to an empty theater so I don't have to get bothered and shit. For sure. But I get sad because arc light uh, you know there's like only one arc light left or something. Oh, it's all gone. It's okay.
0: Sorry. I don't need it. It's okay. Okay.
2: <laughs> you grabbed it, but your face looked very disappointed. I, I, I was. Just, the way you grabbed it, you went. <laughs> You, you look so mad at me. You went, But it's okay. I fucking hate you.
0: <laughs> it's okay. I squeeze it in my hand. Oh, you didn't say me any <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. I just, I'll just have some more whiskey. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, continue. ArcLight.
2: Yeah, but ArcLight was the best because they have an introduction. They tell you what the film is going to be about, mm. and then if you turn your phone on. If your phone rings, it vibrates. You get one morning, second warning, you're out. Really? They, they kick you out. Oh, shit. So... Like I've I've seen where people were talking in the film. The guy flashed his light, gave him a warning. He went back. The guy, wa- the people waved them off. Security came and took them out. It was like that. Yeah, arc lights pretty serious. Damn, I didn't know it was like that. Yeah. So the seats are comfortable. Everybody's there for a film experience. And then you know afterwards they talk, they chatted up. People are cheering and clapping after. But during the film, if yeah. you interrupt the film, they kick you out. That's great. Yeah, and they that's the rules. They let you know that
0: ahead of time. I love that, but I also love the experience of screaming funny things at a screen when it's not a serious movie like when it's like a, uh like a a bad horror like a long came polly or 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 like okay for example final destination 3 which is no final destination 2 which is probably one of the best ones of the whole series okay um i remember specifically i was in high school and i was watching and they went to go talk to a girl who they said You know, she survived the first movie. So they were like asking. He's like, how did you beat it? How did you beat it? And she's like, what did I beat? And one guy in the theater goes, my meat. (laughs) So the whole theater starts cracking up. And it was so funny that when I saw it again with other friends, I was like, oh, I'm going to steal this guy's joke. So I fucking waited. I sat there, waited for that scene. What did I beat? I was like, my meat. (laughs) And then somebody came out with the laser pointer and ruined your whole joke. No, then the guy was like hey you saw my joke bitch (laughs) he was watching you (laughs) you're george costanza in seifel dude
2: (laughs) hey that's gotta hurt
0: (laughs) everybody's like yo (laughs) (laughs) but i i you know but so that so that's fun right but i also really um you know i like to fucking absorb my movies man you know what i'm saying i appreciate the art of it so much when i was uh, uh, at ucr i was uh, with my buddy adam and we went to go watch a uh, a movie I forgot what movie it was but either way
2: there was these three dudes Mm -hmm. that were just fucking talking throughout the film since the beginning Mm -hmm. and everybody was getting like visibly upset and Mm -hmm. irritated but nobody wanted to say anything. I used to have a really short temper at the time. Mm -hmm. Most likely if they fought me I probably would have got my ass beat. (laughs) But I'm just kind of calling the bluff at this point because I'm I'm just so fucking irritated. Mm. I literally go, shut the fuck up, you virgins. And then the whole theater just starts fucking clapping. That's great. And then I guess at that time, when this lady got up, went outside and grabbed security, they got kicked out because they were fucking being annoying, man. I wanted Mm. to fucking fight them. Mm -hmm. I probably would have lost, but who cares, man? I'm a man. You ain't no bitch. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. They couldn't see me. It was a dark theater. Yeah, good. (laughs) Who said that?
0: Nobody. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even know where I'm at, idiot. (laughs) Um... And we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it, okay? But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year, and that's why I'm effing with Hero Bread, okay? Hero Bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart Watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co, and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D U D E S 10 at H E R O.co. I love it.
1: This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups.
0: Uh, um okay, now that we're back flying <laughs> It's just the original topic uh i yes, I'm very tiny and I can get very comfortable in a in a coach in a regular bum person poor person seat if I n- need to <laughs> that's, that's a joke that's a joke
2: <laughs> no, he's not joking. <laughs> he was once in first class and I went all the way to coach and he started laughing at me <laughs> he went. Ha, 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 ha you fat loser.
0: I mean that's probably true. <laughs> but so here's the thing, right? I found this hack cuz I'm so small. I, I so what I do is I recline my shit back, I tuck my feet over my suitcase in the into the seat in front of me and I can literally just mm, and I'm good. I can knock the fuck out. I always make sure I get I get the right window seat. And so i could just lean this way and i knock the fuck out if need to if need be Uh, a lot of people don't realize that because i was i would always be vlogging right and i'll always get the comments damn tim gets lucky he always gets the window seat i'm like wow y'all don't know anything because
2: they don't just pick their seats if
0: you uh, i guess a lot of y'all don't fly a lot but when you okay so you can you can check in for your flight 24 hours before your flight takes off and also like that whole like pretty much week leading up to your flight if you go online and go to your flight you can choose your seat guys ahead of time you know if the shit's available you can just pick your window seat or whatever so tip for you um but yeah man not gonna lie uh after having tasted the occasional first class from like You know shit when i get booked for something or what i started doing when i would get booked for a lot of shows they would book coach and then i would ask hey uh when i was checking in that morning uh is there a first class upgrade and sometimes when it's last minute like that the shits would only be like a few hundred dollars for the upgrade so i'm like fuck yeah because i the my ticket was already paid for right so um I will always upgrade if I can, because um, I started two things, right? I know for you, you feel like you got that broke boy mentality, but I also grew up with that broke boy mentality until somebody was like, hey, man, what? why are you working so hard? You got to remind yourself what you're working for, and I'm like, you fucking right. Let me treat myself, you know? I'm like, why am I working so hard if I can't? If I can't just, you know, partake in the joys of it a little bit. The way I partake in my joys, obviously,
2: <laughs> is with food. Mm-hmm. That's He knows I spare no expense when it comes to food. <laughs>
0: at all. First class food is delicious.
2: I'm saying <laughs> delicious. I don't know about that. I've had some fire in first class, dog. So if I fly internationally, I always do business. Mm-hmm. I don't do anything less because my back hurts like Mm. it's it's it'll be so the last time i flew uh peasant class (laughs) was internationally was when i first went to japan Mm. and i had back issues for like still to this day from that fucking flight Mm. it fucked me up after that business class only so i so i'll be very mindful like if i'm going to japan i'm going business class minimum Right. Right. Yeah, it's fucking expensive as shit, but when you land, you have a whole day ahead of you because you're not exhausted. You mm-hmm. took a fat sleep in a bed yeah. in the sky. Yeah, duh. And they wake you up, they go, Excuse me, Mr. So, would you like dinner? And I look at them. I say, Don't fucking touch me. All right. <laughs> I was sleeping. And yes,
0: just put it on my face. I <laughs> <laughs> Just pour the whole noodles on my face. They just opened my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, it, what's crazy is when I flew to, uh, I think it was Singapore. I don't know if it was the Altitude or the fucking kind of cup noodles they used, but I woke up from the smell of just delicious, fragrant cup noodles, right? And I was like, yo, I was like, yeah, can I, can I get a cup of that, please? And um, And man, I don't know what it was, because they do say your, you know, your taste buds or something changes, you know, when you're in the air like that. But these were like the best cup noodles I've ever had in my life, dog. And it wasn't nothing fancy. It wasn't no extra meat in there. It was the broth and the noodles. And I was like, God damn it. This is amazing. Dude, let me tell you something. There's just uh, when I went to
2: uh, Korea last time, right? Business class as well. Mm. So you have your set meals or whatever, but the snacks in between, it was fucking chicken pot pie.
0: Wow. I had
2: six of <laughs> them.
0: Oh my God.
2: <laughs> I just kept ordering them and they're like, you know. We'll just give you two right now (laughs) After I ordered like the first two They're like Here's two more Because you're going to order again I know you are Because they were so delicious And I couldn't stop eating Because I had nothing else to do Are you Can you Are you a good sleeper On long flights I sleep really well But the problem with me Is that once again Poor man mentality Mm. So I'm thinking like Listen I'm going to take everything. Oh, if you're in business class. Yeah. So I'm trying to stay awake. Yes. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm like, more alcohol, please. Yes. More
0: whiskey. More everything. But then as I drink, I get drunk and I get sleepier. <laughs> I have that exact same struggle whenever I upgrade to first class or whatever. I tend to just knock right out. And I'm like, wait, bro, what are you paying for? You could have just knocked out in coach. So I try to, at the very least, get some free alcohol. And, oh, the cookies are, mm, mwah, as Worst well. First thing I do, I sit down. You know what I get myself? I get myself the most
2: expensive alcohol that they have. Because it's free. It is fucking free. And also, if you get it before you fly, you get less drunk. Because as you go higher, the elevation's higher, you get drunk way faster.
0: Oh, and here, you guys might know this, but when you fly internationally, alcohol is usually free when you fly internationally. So it's like, yeah. So, uh... I mean, they might they might not have the the good good stuff like they do in business class, but the booze in general are free if you're flying internationally. You guys know how much like the price differences from
2: like business to first class is pretty fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. And I saw the first class lounge. I, I mean, I could, in a couple of planes. I mean, yeah, it's better, but for me, it's not worth it
1: right. for
2: the price for the for the price because all I need is a bed. Yeah. So. Both of them have beds And depending on what you fly They'll have like guarded off mm. Which I don't really need You know yeah. what I mean Like I just need to lay down And be comfortable With a lot of space And mm-hmm. those business class seats Have a lot of fucking space
0: I would like to try That shit one day though With the whole fucking Booths in there Oh it looks so amazing So I wanted
2: to pay for it uh, This is what it costs So the, our business class tickets Which was pretty expensive At the time for what it was It was about uh, We got a decent deal It was like 2900 To Japan To Korea Which is actually really cheap To so Korea like, This is for both of y'all Or each Each Ooh. Okay. So, about, normally it would be about four grand. Mm-hmm. The first class tickets, 16,000. Whoo! Each. Each. God so damn. You would have to pay $32,000 just to fly back and forth first class.
0: Ooh, Okay.
2: That's uh, crazy.
0: I would not do that.
2: Yeah, that is straight up a fucking
0: car and a nice car at that. But five hours New York to LA, a G, I'm doing that shit. <sighs> <laughs> a thousand, yes.
2: 1600, I wouldn't do it. Mm. Oh, see you rich guy? You don't you don't know what it's like to be me. <laughs> all right, you rich guy, you you wake up every
0: day in coins and gold coins like ducktails. Ooh. <laughs> I uh, you know, I just for me I'd be like, ah, uh, the difference I right, it, w- it would depend. It would depend. Uh, this time when I'm flying to Hawaii, um with Rick, it's actually Rick's first time ever going to Hawaii, and I looked up the tickets you know, like when we first found out that he was coming to Hawaii for this wedding, I was like, "Hey, dog, first class tickets to Hawaii, right?" Did we talk about this already?
2: Kind of, sort of, maybe, but continue. Who cares?
0: Eh, yeah, no, we did, we did, we did. Because I remember, uh, I remember talking to Robin Couch about it afterwards. Uh, but yes. Uh, It was fairly cheap for the first class ticket and I said, Rick, we gotta do this shit and he did it and we were very excited and uh, I can't wait. It's
2: it's different. The way they talk to you is so different. The moment you go into regular, (laughs) they talk to you like you're a piece of shit and you're bothering them and when you're a first class, right there, they talk to you like like you're the fucking sultan of something. Excuse me, Mr.
0: Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Tim. (laughs) Have I ever told you about my flight going to Australia where I uh, they thought I was uh, like dead? No <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, so this is one of my one of my first flights to Australia and I was like, I'm gonna be so ready for this fucking 15 hour flight, right? So I stayed up the whole night before and I timed my like I was training my body already to be adjusted to their time, right So by the time I got on this flight, I was so sleepy. I fucking, I might have even taken some NyQuil. I ate. I got on this plane. I got my little, and this was a regular coach seat. I curled up in my little right side window seat, put my hoodie over my face like I do, knocked the fuck out immediately, right? So eventually I wake up. I wake up and uh, there's a little little uh, cute white couple next to me and i'm like hey guys can i um can i go pee and they're like oh, oh yeah of course yeah definitely i'm like oh, okay i go pee i come back <clears throat> i'm like i'm like all right well let's see let me get my laptop out maybe get some work done whatever and they're like can we ask you something and i'm like what's up and he goes how did you do that and <laughs> i'm like what do you mean and they go there's an hour left on this flight <laughs> I was like what the fuck they're like we didn't know if you had passed out we didn't know if you were okay we were like checking on you so I had knocked out for like 14 straight hours on this flight <laughs> how do you sleep 14 hours I would have thought you were dead too dog I don't know I've never been able to do it since then and I've tried but these people were like shocked they were concerned they were concerned they thought they were like next to a dead person on their plane like oh my god he's starting to smell <laughs> I'm like, no i just had cheese i farted a lot sorry that's just my fucking that's the fish sauce on me <laughs> that's just how Thai people
2: smell sorry guys you slept 14 fucking hours yeah man pretty I, nuts the only time i've slept like that so i sleep an average every night about four hours um Really? It's it's hard for me to stay asleep really, really long. Oh,
0: you're going to be great for when you yeah. guys start having
2: kids. Oh, <laughs> it's easy work for me, dude. Like, I wake up... I. So, it's been like this for a long time, right? And, you know, we did sleep study stuff on me, and apparently, like, it's just how I sleep. My circadian really? rhythm is fucked up. Okay. Um, but the reason why I started to... Be more mindful about sleeping. I, I heard that there's a correlation towards like Alzheimer's and memory loss if you don't get good sleep. Mm. So uh, now I sleep about four four and a half to about four to five hours at most. Mm. Before I was sleeping two hours a night for what? about like fucking fifteen years. What's the issue? just couldn't fucking sleep but that's where i would have my best ideas all my sketches everything that i've done written was all at like 3 a.m in the morning yeah same you know what i mean because you're just getting crazy you're hallucinating at this point and you <laughs> create some of the stupidest shit yeah if you if any sketches that you've enjoyed i've literally written it at like the butt crack of dawn or some shit like it's mm-hmm. really the oddest hours so i haven't been able to sleep very well at all so what, what happened is is like i found out just because i just overthink Mm -hmm. I'm just constantly thinking about shit. But whenever I left to L.A. and went home, mom takes care of everything, food, Mm. laundry, whatever. I'm just there to see friends and knock out. Mm -hmm. First day I came back, my mom said I slept like six, almost 16 hours that's crazy and so she was hella concerned too but it felt like a blink
0: because mm-hmm. i it's because i have not slept in like a year your body just needs to recharge yeah
2: and so the first day i slept like whatever 14 16 hours like you and the next day i slept like another 12 the day after that another 13 hours and Shit. i just kept sleeping over and over and over and over and so my mom was like that's what my mom told me she was like you know you got to slow down because mm-hmm. she goes you're making all this money and at the time, this is when YouTube was paying a lot. Mm. So I, you just never missed a video. Mm-hmm. You did every fucking brand deal possible. And she was just like, you know, you make all this money, but you look miserable. Mm. <laughs> she goes, you got to fucking chill. Yeah. So that's when I would I started to realize when I would go to Hawaii and shit, we would go to Hawaii and I would just sleep. Mm. I wouldn't. Do anything in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So I actually didn't know Hawaii very well until my, the last like five or six years because <laughs> I didn't explore. Mm. I would go to Hawaii, rent an Airbnb, we would stay in the house, swim at the pool, and just sleep all day. I mean, that's great too. Which is great, you know? <laughs> but, you know, if I'm using my vacation time just to just sleep, I could have just done that at home. But your mind's not gonna let you do that. I know because everything's around me. Yeah. LA's weird <laughs> like that. Like, I, people ask me, like, could you move out of LA? I was like, one of the biggest reasons why I can't. I mean, listen, LA's a weird space. Like, I understand the traffic's really bad. Taxes are fucking ridiculous. Um, Properties is really expensive. But when you're in this industry, if you're not motivated to work, you disappear. Mm. And when I'm back at home, I'm too relaxed. Mm. When I'm in Hawaii, I'm too relaxed. Mm -hmm. I just I need the competitive nature for me to work harder. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I, no, I I totally understand that. Uh, A a lot of it, uh, all of it. Um, I uh, I also you know would stay up really late writing some. Uh, you know that's where I feel like my brain is just going. But I had to you know, consciously tell myself to like stop and sometimes it's hard like i i know i've told you this before like the way i get my brain to stop thinking about work and creativity and shit is i start praying you know and i start uh talking to god because then my focus isn't what i have to do it's it's what am i thankful for mm. and then so it becomes almost like a counting sheep situation oh, ooh, or, Maybe i should try that where i'm like oh yeah. first i start off like this i start off all my prayers like this i'm like dear god first of all What's up, man? How are you? Because uh, I feel like no one asked him. Hello, my sinner. <laughs> <laughs> and then I say... We pray I'm God. Okay, okay. To Heavenly Father, what's up, man? How are you? It's been a long time. What's up? Yeah, I know. I was just going to say that. Uh, but hey, I'm here. Uh, okay. How are you? Yeah, um, I, I mean a really long time.
2: <laughs> I mean, like, a, literally, I have no
0: idea who you are. What's your last name? Here's the thing, God. You know my heart. Do I? You do. It's black. And I know you do. It's black and charcoaled. That's the appropriation that... I... <laughs> no, 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 no
2: not black in the cool way. <laughs> not not black in the cool like everybody wants to be black type of way. I'm talking about charcoal. Oh, okay. Well, that it's this new toothpaste I'm using. Okay. This <laughs> <laughs> is very clean.
0: <laughs> I made you very funny. Environmental, <laughs> yes. Okay. But then I but then I always say, "Hey God, uh, you know, what's going to happen? I'm going to fall asleep." But I'm like, and I'm sorry about that. But I you,
2: expect that out of you. Your faith is
0: weak. I'm like, no, what? you made
2: me this way. This way. Why did I did not make you this way. Satan has been tempting you, and you've been going for the candy.
0: <laughs> he tempts me with the poo, not sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but so then I was uh, then after that after our initial introduction and comedic banter. <laughs> I start to list off things that I'm thankful for. You know, thank you that my parents are still healthy. Thank you for opportunities and this and that. And as I kind of go through this list of all the shit I'm grateful for, I just eventually just nod off, you know?
2: That's a really good technique. I'm gonna try that shit. Yeah. I feel like when I try to force myself to sleep, I get less sleepier because I'm like, just sleep, you stupid
0: fat fuck. Exactly. Because what it is is your brain is is focusing on something else. You know what I'm saying? Mm, mm. But like so, you know, they'll say that old trick of like counting sheep, and I think that's that's what it is. It's just like if you're Your brain is just somewhere else where it doesn't take any actual like fucking mental capacity or you don't have to actually put any thought into your thoughts, you Mm. know, because when I'm when I'm counting shit, I'm grateful for, you know, it's like I don't have to think about it. I'm like, yes, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for this. Do you want to know something, Trippy? Tell me, dog. So I had to figure I actually was about to do go
2: to the doctor because of something that I thought was a very serious problem. Mm. So since April till now, I've lost 21 pounds. And now you're impotent. So basically, (laughs) like, I'm not even fucking (laughs) like. So I usually get morning wood every fucking time. Okay. The fucking captain salutes. Yeah. Well, I've been doing working out a lot more a lot more weight training and i've had to reduce my calories so i'm in a a caloric deficit because now that i lost 21 pounds it's hard to lose even
0: more Mm. it just gets a little bit harder you start to plateau because you're not losing your like your your surface fat
2: yeah so i mean i still got a lot here and there but in my face my legs everywhere else like things are starting to tone up i'm I'm losing a lot of weight and my dick wasn't getting hard in the morning so i'm like yo what the fuck is wrong with me oh this
0: is really where you're going with this no i'm serious it it
2: wouldn't get hard in the morning so i'm in the morning just trying to beat like hey
0: Wake up! Yeah,
2: yeah. It was a little odd. I didn't notice it, but I'm like, oh, I don't have morning wood. Interesting. And then called the doctor. He goes, well, listen, like when you're in a caloric deficit, you're exhausted, you're tired, like typically your testosterone drops. Mm -hmm. So you won't, your dick won't get like that all the time. Right. Watch if you start, you know, bumping up your calories again and you're not in the a, in a deficit and you're maintaining, it'll come back perfectly fine. So the next day, I was like, "What, well, You your boy going to eat a little bit. <laughs> I need to make sure this is true. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. for the next two days, I started eating more protein. I started doing all this other shit. And guess what? Your boy said, Oh, and <laughs> no. then
0: and Mario's hair was like, like she just got electrocuted. <laughs> she was like, oh my God, I thought you didn't love me anymore. <laughs> well, we're going to take a look at David's penis and we'll be right back. Hey y'all, it's Tim. And David. And if you want to listen to Dudes Behind the Foods without ads, now you can. Just go to dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com or click
2: the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free.
0: You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com. Thanks.
2: You know what's interesting? Yes, David So. I'm pretty sure you, I've said this before on the podcast, but if, if anybody out there is a fat person and you ever want to be motivated, right, you know your penis is not the size that it's supposed to be. Mm. There's so much meat absorbing it. Yeah, that flesh around the it. Fle- it's just it's just absorbed. Mm-hmm. It just continues to get larger and larger as you lose weight. Mm-hmm. My penis was already a decent size as it was.
0: Now, it's even a little more decent. Well, you got to show me now. I can't. <laughs> You got to show the before and after fucking Jenny Craig dick pic. I know. <laughs> it's just going to be me walking and you see my dick just swing like this. Hydroxy cut. <laughs> that's that's what Weight Watchers should use as their main like push, dog. <laughs> It'll make your dick look bigger. It, I'll tell you this, man.
2: No matter what, how much of a, oh, we should talk about this too. Actually, I wanted to ask you about this. Mm-hmm. So recently, um, uh, Ari Spears got a lot of flack mm-hmm. because he posted that thing – You know making fun of Lizzo, right? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I watched that whole clip about him making jokes about Lizzo and how you know how women, with you know, the level of attractiveness that she has because of her size and stuff. And, you know, as a comic, I'm always trying to look at the funny angle and what he's saying, right? Yeah. And when I was reading these comments, people were like, well, tell me when he stops saying something that's not true. And I was reading these comments, and I'm like, "What? what is it that bothers me about this? Mm. I think the, the thing that bothered me the most is the fact that, like, you could think that, but why do you got to say it? You know, like, why you why you gotta press your your impersonation of like what you think is beautiful on somebody else? She's not doing that to you,
0: and and, and that's the thing, right? Um, I agree because uh, first of all, it was like out of nowhere, like out of nowhere, literally, like the interviewer wasn't even like are you attracted to Lizzo? It's like, hey, I think she makes good music. And he's like, no, I can't because she looks like the poop emoji. It's yeah. like, I was like Ugh. and it's like, it's not even a good fat joke. You yeah, feel yeah, me?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like,
0: it's a very, and that's, I, I think that was the, the one of the worst parts about it. It's like, all right, bro, if you're gonna punch down like that, at least be creative with it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just wasn't a good joke. and uh, And he was trying to hide behind the whole, like, uh nah, like, you know, uh they keep telling her she's attractive when she's unhealthy, but it's like, dog, it wasn't a good joke. Regardless of your point. Yeah, yeah. The yeah shit yeah. wasn't funny. Yeah. If you're gonna insult somebody, be funny and it yeah. wasn't funny. Now look, Ari Spears, I used to love Mad T V. Yeah,
2: the Aries Spears is actually one of my favorite stand up comics. His impressions are on point. His setups, everything about him as a stand up comic is dope and but for me, like, to watch that was just a little... You The joke was really bad. It just
0: wasn't good. Yeah,
2: and then on top of that, too, it's like, Aries, look at yourself. I know. Like, you know, the odd point is just like, what he goes, well, I'm over here, like, you can't say I'm not
0: handsome. No, I could... A lot of people don't think that, but... And that's what I'm saying, too. If that's his argument of, like, if that's his defense, like, nah, like, I got swag and I'm handsome, like, bruh, Lizzo got swag, she's fucking pretty. Like, yeah. what are you
2: talking about? Also, too, like, her when she you know she has these songs about her being fat and bigger or whatever mm-hmm. whatnot. I don't think she's ever telling people like I'm the healthiest person alive <laughs> Right, she's right. just living her fucking life that's the thing about it the one thing I feel really bad for her is that she can never just create her shit without somebody talking about how fucking fat she is I know like why can't she just fucking make music and do dope music if her music was trash then maybe talk about that but her music is fucking dope dude right right she's so fucking good she's really good dude and you could even go back to when she was like uh, either working a part time job or college and she's just playing this
0: fucking flute. the flute is so funny <laughs> it's so fucking hilarious yeah man and, and and that's the thing too and i think some people would make the argument of like i just don't want to see her like her body on my timeline but dog like she's doing what Every girl does on Instagram. Exactly. So, it's just not the body type you like. Exactly. So I mean, if you got issues with that, you got issues with everybody. It's just like, look, if you don't like seeing a big girl on your timeline, then keep scrolling. Like that's what it is. That's the thing with everything nowadays. If you don't like this shit, you can keep scrolling, you know? Especially with that, like you know me, bro. I appreciate all body types. A hundred percent. A hundo poundzo more though than what the normal would like go. I speak For Spanish. Sure, <laughs> exacto mundo <laughs> um, so I can definitely appreciate some Lizzo you feel me yeah cause he was saying it as, as if it's
2: like hyper like I know listen I know traditionally I think most people do like a, you know guys and girls to be more fit right that's mm. just how we're geared but at the same time the definition of beauty has changed so much remember when we were younger f- big asses weren't a thing
0: Like, if you had a fat ass, they would be like, oh, you're fat. I mean, it was always a thing for me, bro. Now, for
2: us, but, you know, in (laughs) general, like in media. Oh, like
0: in the mainstream. Yes, 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 yes.
2: But now, like, even you see, now, like, the curvy thing is in. Mm -hmm. So I'm talking about in Asia. In Asia, it was always about this
0: thigh gap, being
2: super thin and having that gap between
0: your thighs. Oh, 100%. uh, Girls in Asia still look at girls over here and think they're way too fat. Exactly. (laughs) So
2: it's like, you know, everybody's definition of beauty is different. And even if we go ahead and we, you know, people want to go into the scientific thing. It's like, well, you know. We look at other mates as a way to, like, <laughs> reproduce. Fine, I get I get that. I understand that. But you have to understand, like, beauty is something yeah. that's hyper-subjective. Yeah, yeah. It's so subjective. Mm-hmm. What you find beautiful is something I don't find beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to understand, like, looking back at what maybe li- – did the- Lizzo attacks, you know, health or sca- – I was like, what is the purpose of this? I don't understand.
0: You know, man, sometimes – you know, maybe he was just trying to get a little – a, click, a click-baity moment, dog. Maybe he was just trying to, you know, get some clout as the kids say who knows maybe he just thought he was being funny and he just it wasn't because he brought something up that was a little irrelevant too because
2: he was like well she's out here showing her ass cheek at NBA games I'm like those are two different things though Yeah. I think that's very inappropriate what she did and I think a lot of people agreed but that has nothing to do with her being fat <laughs> that, <laughs> if she was skinny or fat it would have been an inappropriate outfit <laughs> yeah. if, if you think that's inappropriate yeah? exactly so it's like you're, you're talking about two different things exactly. so you're trying to tear down about stuff that's outside the subject of something that you said and I just didn't agree with it. Also, Ari Spears ghosted me on Instagram. So, <laughs> so, fuck you, guy. I'm also, I still think you're hilarious. <laughs> but he ghosted me. He was talking to me on DMs. Mm. I was like, hey, I want you to come on my podcast because he just started a pod. Yeah. And I was like, yo, like my podcast is doing well. I was like, why don't you just come on mine and whatever, whatnot. And he goes, let me check your shit out. Ghosts me. And I'm like, all right. You know what it is? He
0: saw that you look like a poop emoji. There it is. A vanilla poop emoji. He goes, you look just like Bobby Lee. And I hated that gook. <laughs> uh did you want some more whiskey or well we're gonna have some wine after so I'll be we are gonna have some wine after um after right after no we're not taking any breaks <laughs> i was gonna ask you there was something else you brought up that i wanted to touch on uh oh yeah shit it was just about how uh i'm glad that you said there is a positive to being in la and being and feeling like you have to compete right mm-hmm. because they Yes, there is a very um, like unhealthy aspect of constantly feeling like you're in competition with people, because um, then you don't really focus on your own shit. You get very like caught up in the competition. But there is, but I love that part of LA where it's like you are surrounded by people who are constantly grinding, and you can choose to either be a hater or you can choose to be inspired by that. You feel me? Like. Example King Batch, right? King Batch gets so much work. He's on every fucking Netflix. Everything, everything, right? And of course, as somebody who comes up as a peer of his, it would be easy to be like, "This motherfucker Batch, man, like, ugh, how does he get all this work?" Blah blah blah. But then it's like he works, you know? Dude, people don't know. Like, yeah, I have a st- funny story about Batch too.
2: When I first met Batch, it's full lied about his age to me. <laughs> so when because he's He's like my age, Mm. right? When I first met this fool, he was in a sketch of mine because uh, Wes Good, shout out to Wes Good. Mm. He was like, I can't be in your sketch, but I got this guy batch. He's really hungry. He wants to work. You know, put him in your sketch. I was like, cool, let's do it. Met him. This fool told me he was like five years younger than he actually was (laughs) because he was trying to do the Hollywood. That's Hollywood shit, dog. And then later on, like, I was like, I was telling people like, oh, Batch is super young. He's like still in his 20s. Like, they're like, no, he's not. I'm like, what are you talking about? He told me he was this age. He yeah. goes, he lied to you. He used to do that when he first came to L.A. He would tell people he was five years younger than he actually is, which made sense because I'm like, wait, how did you do all this? And you're so young. Mm. But he's like, I heard it's like, he's like theatrically, like classically trained, all this other stuff. He, he does fucking work
0: batch works and he's actually good at what he does. You know what I'm saying?
2: And he's good because he works
0: hard. Yes, exactly. And I uh, man, I try to tell people that too. Like, look, I'm not the most talented, most funniest dude out here, but I fucking work and not only that, I'm easy to work with. So people fuck with me. They hit me up for shit, you know? Um, I think a lot of people get out here and they feel like they feel like they need to have this like persona and they need to fucking feel like they are like big time and shit. But it's like, hey, bro, if you just calm down, people will actually want to work with you and they'll Hit you up Like that whole thing about uh, It has a lot to do With who you know And and, uh, and Instead of Who you know And not Who you Whatever the fuck
2: But It's what you have sex with And not have sex it's with It's who you fuck yes. That gets
0: you places And not your skill yes. yes And let me tell you man Me and Batch We have done some Disgusting things Together To get Together <laughs> To get where we are Alright
2: You know, I think like the, the the funny thing about Batch Is like uh, Sometimes he gets a lot of flack Because I don't know. Maybe it's because he's so successful people just wanted to see him fail really bad. There was a point where I remember, like, Black Twitter was ripping into this guy. (laughs) And I'm like, what did he do to y'all? Yeah. Like, what did he do exactly? He's "He's not funny. He's not funny. But I'm like, oh, he's on the path of Kevin Hart.
0: Well, well, they're a little mad. You know, early internet days were interesting. You know what I'm saying? And early TikTok days, especially, no, Vine days, Mm -mm. it was very easy to... And even, I would say, early YouTube days, it was easy to uh, go for the quick joke, the stereotypical shit, the racial shit. I think a lot of black Twitter was mad at Batch's early vines because it was very, like, fried chicken, watermelon, ah, that shit. So they felt it was, like, super low-hanging fruit, and they still hold that against him. Uh, or, or the, like, the woker side of black Twitter will hold that against Batch to this day. Um but, you know... Um, and that's fair. I think that's fair. You know, you're know, you allowed to have that opinion. You're allowed to have that opinion. It was also like, you know, back then, I, early sketch days, a lot of what we were doing was just low-hanging fruit. You know what I'm saying? I think it was a generation of people that, like, it was like, oh, we have all these jokes that they're not really allowed to make on TV and we're, like, being edgy by making these jokes and sketches and shit. I mean, I know? feel
2: like right now, I, I feel like... Uh, a lot of like black culture has moved away from that now. And, now they're yeah. little, and I feel like Asian people are doing that right now where it's all the low hanging, like small dick Asian jokes, small. It's so prevalent right now. Mm. And I, I realized that too because when I was younger, when I was like 16 and doing stand up, I used to do those jokes. Mm-hmm. And I think when I was like 18, it started to eat up, eat at me a little bit. Because mm. I'm not really like showing people these inside stuff. I'm pandering to an audience because I know they'll laugh at my culture. Mm. And I think a lot of Asian. Like I said this too. I was like, you know, by the way, every young Asian Instagram content—you don't have to dress like your mom every video. <laughs> we don't. You don't have to. Right. You know, like I have no problems with accents or whatever. That stuff is all fucking hilarious because it's it's to our culture. Mm-hmm. We know what's up with this, but the, the the people who are laughing the most are the ones who actually don't find you as an equal. You know.
0: And I I have sketches that I've privated be, for the same reason. Yeah, where we've back in there, the man. day, I f- I felt like me highlighting the stereotypes and showing how ridiculous they were i thought i'm showing these stereotypes as silly right um so there's a couple videos that i've privated one was like a racist mealtime was a parody of epic mealtime but it was like it was like it's an asian stereotype mealtime where i'm cooking like i don't know math books and dogs and shit and, like, mm. making a huge stereotype burrito. But then I look... And to me back then, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm saying this is a stereotype. This is stupid. But now I look back now, I'm like, oh, am I just giving people a reason to laugh at another dog-eating joke? You feel me? I mean, yeah, that's... We always go through
2: those type of stuff. Like, there's this person that I saw. I don't know. I'm, like, I'm not going to put anybody on blast. Yeah. But all this guy does is he does an Asian accent of an old Asian dad for every fucking video. Right,
0: <laughs> right, yeah, right. And right. it's
2: like, Jesus Christ, man. Mm-hmm. And then... That didn't work out so he dressed up as a asian mom it's mm. like y- you're definitively not even subjectively not funny mm. like it's it's terrible mm-hmm. and then you know obviously when you see people do the same joke every time first it's a million views mm. next is five hundred thousand, uh, that's twelve thousand Yeah, yeah. still doing the same videos and kind of part of me is just like it's not my responsibility but i want to message this guy's like hey it's not working anymore mm. they laughed at you once and they laughed at your culture they're done with it mm-hmm. they moved on to something else you got to stop but you know whatever and, you know to, to each their fucking own mm-hmm. that's just my fucking opinion but either way batch is great his movies suck but <laughs> uh, but I, I respect the fucking shit out of him and he's not making these movies he's just casting them
0: yeah exactly so it is what it is yeah and um chipotle chipotle, back. Ch- <laughs> chipotle is delicious <laughs> Thank y'all for watching another episode of Dudes Behind the Foods. Uh, I'm Tim Shot the Roxy. <laughs> I'm David, so make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, uh, rate it five stars, leave a comment on wherever you stream your podcast, and uh Hey, we love you back. Yo, it's the dudes Behind the Foods Watering cheeseburger, but guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co, and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D U D E S 10 at H E R O.co.
1: I love it.